in a simple word uh, when we say self reflection it means uh, uh, reflecting uh, your uh, past uh, whatever you have done in the past and then uh, look into that that how you can how you can be a better person how you can improve yourself and how what are the things you have done uh, which you would like to continue what are the things which you see that you can improve upon so uh, reflecting uh, all your past Francis or all your thoughts. Almost every one of us are right about what self-reflection is. Um, my favorite one is, as um, I think Rajiv mentioned, looking into the mirror. But it's more than that. Um, if I go and look myself into the mirror, and I start criticizing myself. Oh my God, I have been working from home and I gained weight and this is so pathetic. I don't look good and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's not self-reflection. Self-reflection is more than this. Um, it, it shouldn't be, um, you become so hard on yourself. It should not be looking into yourself and thinking, um, and beating yourself up. Why I keep doing the same thing again and again? Why I am not um, uh, becoming better? Or uh, I, I have been trying to do this for so long, it's not happening. And it all these things happen because um, we are too busy in our lives. Everyone knows that uh, we start work in the morning. We have back-to-back -back meetings. And uh, we go from one meeting to another to another. Uh, we keep on working the whole day and then the family life. There is no space in between that we can just stop and think what is happening. And uh, did I behave the way I wanted to behave today? Or did I coach my client as I wanted to do? Or is there anything else that uh, I wanted to do, but I couldn't do. Um, so we need a space. So self-reflection requires some concentration, peace of mind where you can um, just sit down and look into uh, what has happened and how I can improve further without coming to this realization of uh, where you want to improve and how you are going to improve looking into the mirror won't help, okay? Um, so I will share my presentation because I have a few uh, exercises which I learned in last few years since I started learning about the coaching and has helped me a lot. And these are all the exercises um, most of the coaches use. Um, even the sport coaches, um, teachers in the school, or, or leaders to become better, um, they all use some one way of or other, some kind of exercises. Okay. So we talked about self-reflection why this is important to do self-reflection for a coach? 
we always heard that uh, okay if you want to become a better coach practice doing coaching the more you practice uh, the better you become i don't understand why do you have to do the self reflection what do you think you have to know where you are in order to know where you want to go mm -hmm. and, and self assess first I was uh, listening to a sports coach the other day on YouTube, and uh, he mentioned that uh, sports coaches they self they do self reflection a lot. Um, they keep watching how they were uh, coaching their uh, their teams and how their teams performed over the period of time, and they keep on changing their coaching methods. And he also mentioned that. Um, definitely we need to practice coaching because that's how we can become better but he he did some maths which was really interesting he said that if you are practicing say 500 hours without self reflection it will be equal to your 50 hours with self reflection because self reflection will accelerate your process of growth so don't ask me the maths behind it uh, i don't know from where it came but it was quite interesting and i realized by myself when i started um, my coaching journey and i started doing a lot of peer coaching with other people um in the beginning i was um doing peer coaching like um three to four times in a week and at a point i felt like i was working like a machine uh doing coaching 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 and um, i saw the improvement but not that big uh, and when i started working with a mentor i'm like oh this is becoming better because uh, um i could reflect back but i wanted something more than this um i wanted can i work even without the mentor i'm not saying you don't need a mentor mentors are always good but you can actually learn more if you add the self reflection in the process of growth uh please any time if you have any questions uh, raise your hand or unmute yourself to ask question or write on the chat so as i said that if you want to grow as a coach or if you want to understand your strengths or weaknesses um uh, if you want to discover the patterns of your behavior uh, that repeatedly interfere during the coaching conversations um then you can do the self reflection so when i when i started doing the self reflection i figured one thing is that um i myself is not um really good in expressing emotions so when i when i was doing um coaching coaching my clients and um if they share their emotions like sad expressions or any any problem in their life i was feeling touched and it was kind of a disturbing to me um like i don't know like how to move forward when someone becomes emotional during the coaching session um and i got this realization after doing the self reflection that my own 
uh, behavior, my own personality was um, hindering me in um, servicing my clients in a good way. So I'm not saying that you have to become become the best coach. Uh, it's just that even in the beginning, if you have this realization about your your own influences, your environment, uh, your personality, or the patterns which come into picture while you are doing coaching, it will help you to detach yourself and focus on your on your coachee. Okay. Um, a little bit of philosophy. So I'm not a philosopher. I don't read many philosophy books, but I read about... Um, Balthasar Graciasian, and he is a Spanish philosopher, and he talked about uh, the growth, and he said that uh, people grow by doing three kind of activities: self-reflection, imitation, and by experience. And we always try to learn from our experience. That's why people. I work in different organizations, uh, uh, coach different kind of clients, um, or explore the world. We try to have different experiences so that we can learn and grow. Um, we also try to do imitation. Um, if you have uh, heard about this quote, uh, fake it till you make it because uh, you want to become habitual of performing in a certain way. It also helps, but um, Baltasar mentioned that self-reflection is the most powerful way of the self-growth. It accelerates everything because you get the self-realization. Um, and as I mentioned, self-reflection is more than looking into a mirror. It's a self-examination plus plus, and we will look into what is this plus plus is. There are some principles before you move into doing some exercises for the self-reflection. Um, I want to share to keep in mind these three principles. You should be fair to yourself. What I mean by this, um, if I look into the mirror and um, if I see that, hey, it looks like I'm becoming chubby and at the same time, I said, oh, it happens, I'm, I'm at home and that's fine. Um, and we just ignore it or try to defend ourselves um, in the similar way when you are doing coaching and uh, you try to keep uh, making excuses. Oh, I'm, a, I'm new into coaching and uh, it's okay and I will learn or I will do 10 different books. Um, I will note down all the powerful questions and don't make excuses, uh, just to be fair with yourself and uh, um, be accurate about, uh, about the facts. Whether you are ready to make any changes or not, that's a different story. But at least in the beginning, you should be fair and accurate about the facts. And be honest to yourself. Yeah, I have any question? Basically, don't cheat yourself. Yeah, don't cheat to yourself. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are right. Don't cheat to yourself. <laughs> and, and it's very easy in self-reflection because you are doing this uh, with yourself. Um, there is no one here to challenge you. So 
um, but at the same time, um, it's easier for people uh, who are not comfortable to be very open with others. Um, at least you can uh, share the truth to yourself. It's not going in the social media. <laughs> okay, so I have an, uh, a small video to show before I move to the exercise. So um, if any one of you is, um, um, is passionate about or like uh, watching um, cartoon in animation, uh, this is from uh, Discapable Me um, and my favorite character, Gru. Um, he did some kind of a self-reflection and shared his journal to the three beautiful kids. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, girl, it's time for bed. Oh, come on, you want a story? Three sleepy kittens! Oh no, sorry, that, that book was accidentally destroyed maliciously. Tonight, we are going to read a new book. This one is called One Big Unicorn. By who wrote this? Oh, me! I wrote it. Oh, look, it's a puppet book. Let's do this. <laughs> this is going to be the best book ever. Not to pat myself on the back, but yes, it probably will be. Here we go. One big unicorn, strong and free, thought he was happy as he could be. Then three little kittens came around and turned his whole life upside down. Hey, that one looks like me. No, what are you talking about? These are kittens. Any relation to persons living or dead is completely coincidental. They made him laugh. Oh, they made him cry. Ooh. He never should have said goodbye. And now he knows he could never part from those three little kittens that changed his heart. Okay, all right, good night. Book was exit. Okay, though he said good night, please don't sleep. <laughs> um, so, what did you learn from this? What did he do actually in the in this uh, short clip? Anyone, any clue? Have you watched, watched this movie? He reacted immediately to, uh, I guess, the little girl. I did not watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, you can watch on Sunday. <laughs> he shut down that, that uh, little girl's uh, self-reflection of, you know, that, that kitten looks like me. <laughs> so uh, he, uh, he was uh, a villain in the movie. 
um, and his behavior was totally different. He um, he adopted these three little uh, kids uh, for his um, uh, wrong um, intuitions. Um, but then um, during the process, when he was, uh, when he started spending more time with three little kids, um, his heart melt and he got attached to, to these kids. Um, and that's why, um, and then he wrote this and shared with these three uh, cute children. And uh, um, he also shared that he shouldn't have said goodbye any during the journey. So it was kind of a, a small clip which shows um, his own story about what happened. And he was honest about uh, what happened, means he also said that he shouldn't have said goodbye. Um, just an example. And there is, um, there is a technique which is uh, related to journaling. So um, journaling is um, some people have this habit um, at the end of the day, they just write down about uh, key events, uh, what has happened. Okay? And um, they also write about um, how they felt or, um, or how, how they can avoid this kind of situation. But most of the time it's, it's mostly about the facts um, and uh, conclude the learning out of it. So, uh, so it's called reflective journal and uh, it's your personal journal. You can write anything about it. If, if any key event happened or you coach someone um, and you think that, oh, this really intrigued me or I could have asked the question in a different way or I got distracted, um, I would keep in mind not to get distracted or um, um, my uh, WhatsApp notification popped in while doing the coaching, I got distracted. Maybe next time I will close all my applications before I start my virtual coaching session. It could be anything. So uh, you write down, uh, you describe uh, what did you do without judgment. And then uh, you move to the next stage, which is called informing um, means what does it, what does this mean to you? Okay. Uh, it could mean a different thing to different people. Um, in some situations, someone can say that, okay, it's, it's okay. That's normal. The other person could say that, no, that's, that's not normal to me. I want to improve this situation. So uh, you just ask this question to about uh, to yourself, what does this mean? Then you go into the confronting stage um, and you ask yourself, how did I come to be this way? Means um, examine um, that you behaved in this way because of the environment, because of the cultural aspect, because of your um, uh, social connections or because of your personality. Um, it could be anything. Okay. So once you reach to that uh, critical thinking stage of finding out how did you come to be this way, only then you can reconstruct the behavior. Only then you can um, ask yourself, how could I do it differently the next time? 
because not having this realization or awareness of the the origin or the cause of the behavior you cannot reconstruct it you cannot reprogram your mind otherwise you will keep beating yourself up uh, to become better and and it becomes too hard um, and you won't see the change yeah so this is a very uh, simple uh, technique or exercise which you can use there are only four four questions uh, just keep the principles in mind talk about the fact don't cheat yourself i'm going to change my slide i will keep on it don't you cheat yourself i like it better any question about reflective journal no okay i will show two more uh, so this is one of my favorite as well um have any one of you read this book the mindful coach from duck silsby if you haven't i strongly recommend you oh you have this that's nice i do it's a great book <laughs> thank you i love all the exercises in this book and i read this book um more than two times means i cannot read it in one go it takes too much time um uh, to go with the flow of this book um and i learned this technique from that book um and it's also in duxel silby's um website if you go there you will find it and this is a very simple one um so what you need to do it's it's about um doing the self reflection of um how much you were uh, questioning means uh, you 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 ask questions or how much uh, you were in the telling mode during the coaching conversation so what you need to do just take um a simple paper sheet of paper or or a sticky note and you draw two circles okay and the first circle um you can draw or write questioning in the second one you can draw or write telling okay and you just take a small coin or any object that works for you you can do it uh, during the session as well as after the coaching session so i would recommend do it after the coaching session because um if you try to do it during the coaching session um it might distract you a little bit and you won't be fully present with your client but if you can manage please do it as per the book he recommended to do it during the coaching session i tried it um it didn't work well so well for me so what i did was um i uh, played the recording and then did this exercise uh when i was doing the reflection it's up to you so what you need to do is that uh during the conversation during the coaching session um you are in the flow of um, having conversation with your client and as soon as you ask a question uh you take this coin and put it in the circle which shows questioning okay 
and then your client would share something and then you um, in the conversation you would say something and um, then you would um, you would think about whether you asked a question or you went into the telling mode um, if you went into the telling mode take this coin and put it into the telling circle and you keep on doing it okay at the end you would realize um, you don't need to do the maths. You don't need to write how many times you were questioning, how many times you were telling. But instead, what you can do is um, from your gut feel, you would get to know um, whether you were more in the telling mode or more in the telling uh, or questioning mode. Yeah. So if uh, suppose during entire session, uh, you were in the questioning and only once or twice you have to move this coin into the another circle, you will know, okay, this time I was more into the questioning mode. Yeah. Uh, if you are doing a lot of back and forth, it would tell you, oh, the pattern was like, I was so much back and forth between questioning and telling. So this is a very simple exercise. Any Sandra, questions? I have one question. So this activity we have to do when we are coaching or the coachee has to do? No, you will do. So this okay. is a self-reflection. So this is just to, coach. okay, just to know uh, how we are uh, behaving when we are coaching. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. This is a, so all these exercises for you when you are working as a coach for your own self-reflection. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And, um, uh, and once you do this exercise, um, you can ask few questions to yourself. What did you notice about which was easier for you? Was questioning easier for you or telling easier for you? Okay. And uh, then you can ask, how did you self-manage your choice of questioning or telling in order to serve the client? Means, what, what triggered? Why did you ask the question or why did you um, tell something to the client? Uh, did it serve the purpose of the client or um, it was just happened because of your own um, intuition or because of your own behavior? Okay. The next one is when you left questioning to move into telling, where did you the, where did you the impulse arise from? It's the same love which I explained is that you have to find the trigger. And what did you notice about your tendencies as you coach? Uh, what is your tendency? Are you more in the questioning form or are you more in the telling form? Okay. So when you ask this, after doing this exercise, when you try to find the answers of these questions, uh, you will learn a lot about yourself as a coach. And then you can um, try to find out um, some action items which will help you to become a better coach. Okay. So um, let me give you an example. Um, I was uh, working with another uh, peer coach and uh, she is a, a really good teacher. She came from a teaching background and um, she coach well, I'm not saying she's not a good coach. She, she is really good uh, because um, 
she is good in uh, making the client feeling light making the client feeling motivated and uplifted uh, after the coaching conversation um, but when she did this exercise um, on her coaching style she found that she was more into the telling form and you may think it's obvious because being a teacher it becomes um, becomes kind of a habit to tell um, instead of asking a lot of questions um, and she realized that because of her previous profession um, she was more into the telling form and she took conscious um, actions to move from telling to questioning mode okay so that was her self-reflection uh, it seems easy but when we keep on doing coaching after coaching it becomes hard to understand where we are going um, is it going well or not um, because um, sometimes client won't tell you even if you ask for the feedback client won't tell you hey you are telling me a lot of things or instead of asking questions Any question? Okay, so I will move to the last exercise, which we will do it together. So you should have your uh, notebook, pen, or electronic form of note taking, whatever you prefer. Okay. So um, this technique called empathy map. Some of you might have um, learned about it. Um, this is a technique, it is very popular one in the human center design and uh, or design thinking. Uh, they use it to understand the customer's behavior. Uh, when we start um, developing a new product and do the user research, uh, we can use the empathy map to understand um, the user behavior, how, how do they perform, how do they interact with different applications, what do they think about it, and based on our user's experience, we, we, can, come up with a fee, we can come up with few features that will serve them. Okay? So that's the original empathy map. Um, but um, being an agile coach, I was using this technique um, for, for the new product development. Uh, I was helping my clients to use it. And when I started learning about the self-reflection and I started doing some of the exercises, I felt like it's very similar. It has um, all the things or triggers which will help me to self-reflect. And it was easier for me to use this technique compared to others. So, uh, so I use this for self-reflection because I thought that if this exercise can help me to understand my customers as a, as human being, um, I'm, I'm also a human being. So it would help me to understand myself as well. So I use this exercise. Uh, how does it work? It has four quadrants, um, say, think, do, and feel. So what you need to do is um, in your paper, you just create four quadrants and write, say, think, do, and feel. Uh, 
you have to think about an event um any event uh, it could be a very simple conversation um with your child or with your with your spouse or or your client or um uh or while you are walking and you talk to a uh, talk to a neighbor it could be anything just for the simplicity you can think of any any event um if you want to become a better coach and you want to self reflect on your coaching style you can think of um any coaching conversation okay then what happens you go one by one uh keeping that one event in mind um you would ask yourself what did i say during that conversation okay and then you move to uh, the next quadrant of think uh, what did you think in that moment um, and try to think a little bit deeper and scan your mind because sometimes um, the first thought comes to your mind uh, there is uh, there are a lot of thoughts which are underneath them so you may ask that uh, what were the thoughts that emerged uh what were the motivation goals or or biases or desires uh, that arose in that moment or might have impacted your actions um and and something about say what does it tell about your your own beliefs uh, your beliefs as a, a coaching belief or your belief as a person okay then you move to to the third quadrant which is do okay so do means what did you do did you react back uh, did you um ask question or did you try to defend yourself or did you just shut down uh, and didn't say anything or did you try to avoid the situation it could be anything but whatever was your reaction and be truthful about the fact because you are doing the self reflection about your own behavior so um, nobody is going to read about it it's yours and the last quadrant is feel um then here you would try to capture how did you feel in that moment what emotions did you notice um did you feel happy sad angry frustrated uh, choose the word whatever you feel is closer to your uh, your emotions uh, at that moment okay so you fill in this like i did here so this is an example i was doing uh, peer coaching uh, with with someone and um, she uh, she talked about um so she was in the situation of um Uh, changing the job uh, she left the previous job and was going to start uh, a new job um and she was telling how she was feeling furious about uh, taking up this new job because her previous exper- experience in the in the job was not good um and she and she started telling me about her experience in the previous job what did i do because i i felt connected with her because i had the similar challenges in in my previous job so what did i say um i asked her how did you deal with the situation 
I asked this question uh, when I was doing the self-reflection, I, I realized I asked this question not because to help her. I asked this question uh, not because of my curiosity of, um, of helping the client to, to see uh, what was there, what happened or how, how she can learn from this situation. I asked this because um, I had my own agenda to understand oh, I was in the similar situation. I want to know how other person dealt, up, dealt about this. So I brought my own agenda in the coaching conversation. And that's all what I thought about. I, I thought I was in the similar situation and uh, what's the way to deal this kind of dysfunction. And uh, I asked her about all her past instead of helping her to move forward. And I felt sad. I, I literally felt sad about her and, and it triggered all my own emotions about that previous job. And that was my self-reflection. And I realized that there are some kind of situations uh, your client might be going through uh, where you feel connected because it also happening in your own life or it has happened in your own life. So in this kind of situation, um, I have to detach my de detach myself. I'm not saying just just shut down. Understand your client, but uh, don't uh, get your own agenda or your own experiences come into the picture because um, my life is different than my client's life, and clients come to improve their life. So I shouldn't uh, let my own agenda come come into the play. So I came up with some action items like do not let my interest get into the way of coaching and I should be more aware of my aversions and affections. So I gave, gave the example of my own self-reflection. Any questions? Because we are, I'm going to give you 10 minutes. We'll go step by step and um, you can think of any event and we'll do the self-reflection. No? Okay, now it's your time. Take your notebook and pen. Think about any event. And you don't have to explain. Um, it, it will be confidential. We just talk about the learning. Okay. Have you got your event or are you still thinking? How many of you have noted down 
any event for the self reflection today i did it okay that's good okay so now um you create this picture in your notepad um you don't need to be so creative just come up with four quadrants okay and will um i will give you say 5 minutes to fill out uh what did you say in that event which you captured in the first step what did you think in that moment what did you do and how did you feel Two more minutes. If you are done early, please let me know. Yeah. 
Should I move to the next step? Um, it's okay, whatever you have captured, because sometimes self-reflection um, needs more time. Um, you are just trying to practice to use the exercise. Um, so next one is, uh, you would try to analyze the map. So you can ask one or two of these questions and you can keep it uh, with you when you do the real self-reflection, self sitting alone after your coaching conversation. So you can ask as many questions as you want. Um, so you can ask yourself, what is the difference between your thinking and your action? And what made you behave differently than you thought? Uh, what's in it your belief system that impacted your thinking and action? And how, how did uh, your feelings change after the event? So just for the sake of this exercise, maybe you can try one of these questions uh, to think about uh, what happened. Okay, um, so we are not going to do this uh, step right now because uh, this step is about creating the patterns by analyzing multiple empathy maps. So we are doing it for one event. When you repeat this exercise um, again and again after a few coaching conversations, you will see some uh, patterns emerging. And these patterns uh, you will find because of your personality or because of your, your own belief systems, uh, you will find uh, these kind of behaviors or patterns which you keep on repeating, okay? Uh, so this is, you will do at least after two, three empathy maps. Uh, how do you array with this pattern? So uh, you do self-reflection for one event, okay? okay. And you come up with all these answers. So you will have some realization. Why did it happen? Where was the gap? Then uh, you do the empathy mapping exercise for another event or another coaching conversation. So now you have two maps, right? Mm -hmm. Now from these two maps, or if you have more than this, you will try to find the pattern. Is there anything similar uh, in your behavior? in okay. both the events, okay? okay. Mm -hmm. um, so when you have like four or five, you will see that you keep on doing the similar kind of things uh, in most of the coaching conversations. And you will see this, this pattern um, means this kind of behavior is repetitive for you. Okay. Yeah. And it will help you to find out that uh, okay, this one, I did it only once because 
uh, I was distracted that day. Um, and uh, maybe next time I will take five minutes extra before the coaching conversation to settle down my mind. So it was a one time thing. But there might be some patterns of, um, like I shared, um, not, I'm not good with uh, dealing with emotions. And it, it, it happens because of my own personality. And it was a pattern in my coaching conversations because it was not one time thing. Any time emotions come into picture, I can't work well. So I have to find something which will help me in the future if similar kind of situation happens again. So that's how the patterns are different than the one kind, one time behavior. Okay. Yeah. And then you come up with action items. What you want to do about this? Uh, how would you deal with this if the similar trigger happened? Yeah. Do you have any question? Uh, can I go to the previous slide? So I was asking how that will be drawn in L shape, U shape, and M. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Don't get uh, confused with this. <laughs> this is just an image. Oh, okay, okay. There are patterns. You, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought uh, some technique might be there. With no. the, you have to plot it. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was uh, looking for this. So which parameter you are considering to draw this line? No, and, okay, no okay. science. <laughs> no science, no app. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I got it. Okay. Um, and then the last step is you come up with the action items. Um, what I suggest uh, people to do is start, uh, once you come up with an action item, the first thing, don't come up with too many action items because... Um, don't beat yourself up to improve so many things at the same time. Otherwise, you won't be able to improve anything. So come up with, with the thing uh, and choose one or two items which you think you are ready to improve. Um, and some um, behavioral changes take a lot of time. So prepare your mind that, okay, it will take some time. But you also create a timeline for yourself that, uh, okay, I'm going to implement this action item, but I will reflect back in another month whether I am improving or not. And uh, based on that, you either adjust your action item next time or you come up with a new action item. Okay. Few tips. And uh, that's it. So I will stop sharing the presentation and we'll ask you, um, how was your experience of doing the self-reflection? It was good. It's, uh, it's often hard being the judge and the jury. Um, so it is not simple to, to go through. And I think personally, I'm gonna need more practice. Yes. Yeah. It needs practice. Powerful for sure. For me, I think I have gone through the self-reflection. Expect is now how I have to work on an actionable item. It's every time. But it's important. So um, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you properly, but I understand uh, you were saying that. Um, Every time you have to go through with this, it's, it's going to be hard, something like that. Could you please repeat? 
what happened is uh, self reflection is very uh, you can say a very easy term that comes mm-hmm. that at the end of the day you realize you've done this wrong and what could have done it but next time uh, it's very hard during coaching session that you uh, keep those uh, actionable item as in checklist mm-hmm. consider it as to be a behavioral aspect uh, we have been triggered with certain behavioral pattern to follow like you said uh, questioning and uh, like asking or uh, telling mm-hmm. uh, as a coach being in a coach uh, like uh, being a practitioner initially i do hear what the other aspect has to say so that's the questioning part but eventually the habit is to tell forehand which is wrong actually so i want to say yeah please go ahead yeah, yeah. so my actionable item is that i have to control um, that trigger that i get to uh, take the initiative to tell something hmm forehand yeah i should take own time first to listen what mm-hmm. the other person is saying rather than uh, giving a, a or jumping to conclusion and start giving the feedback or something like that i so, would like uh, to try- yeah uh, i'm trying to work on this aspect of me mm-hmm. and i am hoping that i improve it over a, like down the line Mm. yeah so important trigger for me is right now that I, i do know the i i don't know i have identified the actionable items for myself mm. how gradually i work on them is a challenge right now mm. i want to say two things actually first i would like to congratulate you that you are working on uh, changing this behavior of um controlling your instinct of telling up front um and and it's a hard one and it takes a lot of time but just having this self awareness and having this point in your mind that you want to control it will change a lot uh it changes the situation because every time uh you go into the telling mode at least something some pops up in your mind that hey i did it <laughs> or next time i would like to control and it happens to me all the time um because um when you keep on practicing coaching and keep on doing self reflection um and you become more and more aware about your own behaviors when you are on the coaching conversation you are present with the client but there is a thread in your mind which is like reflecting what is happening inside my mind what thoughts are coming up and what i'm trying to control and what i'm trying to do uh, and it happens and it normal so uh, thank I you so much yeah uh, i if you like i i will surely use the technique that you said the coin one next time i hope that benefits me <laughs> going into uh, yeah iterative sessions i would say yeah i hope thanks thank Thank you so much for sharing sharing your experience. Truly, uh, I like that coin uh, exercise. But mm-hmm. 
how i can execute it that i doubt because yeah. definitely we can't do it at the time of coaching uh, as you said it will be uh, better if you reflect later on mm. uh, that will help yeah so uh, how i do it um, if you are in the so there is a caveat if you are coaching a client uh, you want to keep everything confidential you won't get the recording so what you can do that's is true. that that's true. <laughs> yeah what you can do is just that uh, don't take too long for the self reflection maybe mm-hmm. on the similar day take few minutes and um, the conversation would be like um, uh, in your in your memory accessible memory and then you can try you will get something you won't get okay did i do it 10 times or 5 times but you will get an idea whether you were more inclined towards questioning or telling um if you are in the peer coaching mode um and you ask the permission to record uh, then it becomes very easy because you can mm-hmm. play the recording and during uh, listening to your recording again you can do this exercise True. yeah but as per the book uh, you can do it while doing the coaching yeah otherwise also we can <laughs> i got an idea i got an idea even yeah. we can do it the same thing at the time of coaching itself mm-hmm. instead of playing with the coin we can um, make a star or a dot mm-hmm. or somewhere then we can yeah. count it later on yeah yeah you can try and next time you try please share with others <laughs> <laughs> All right, any other questions for Savita? Yes, Savita, will we have access to this um, presentation deck after the event? Um, I can share. Alex, uh, is there a way to share the presentations to? Yeah, if, if, if you email it to us, we will post it. Uh, we will be posting the recording. Uh, we'll transcribe the recording. And if you send us the slide deck, we will also post the slide deck as well. Okay, so I will share. Awesome, thank you. I guess this self-reflection ties in with supervision as well, doesn't it? Yes. Um, so um, there are multiple ways of doing self-reflection. All the exercises which I shared, uh, you can do it personally, or you can do it with your supervisor. Um, and supervisor help you to self-reflect. and sometimes it's it become hard to do the self reflection alone so you can do it with your friend or your supervisor your mentor um whatever suits you in different situation hmm. okay thanks it i'm curious if you were in our last meet up where sure you was talking about supervision uh i wasn't um but i did get an email um with the notes from it Okay. Um, so, so this is the coaching circle, Sarah Alex. Right. And uh her her meetup is posted on Tandem Coaching, so if you go to videos you will see the recording from that. Ah, right. Okay. I have signed up for them in in future. Um I think they're about 1 a.m. my time. Um but I do plan on coming and seeing how they work out. All right. All right. Anything else? Any other questions, comments, observations? okay so uh, if you have any questions later on because i know that these kind of topics uh, it keeps on uh, 
uh, repeating it's kind of a tape it goes on in our mind after the session <laughs> Uh, so if you have any questions, uh, feel free to connect me over LinkedIn, ask me question anytime. And please, please do share if you try self-reflection, any of this technique or you come up with a new technique because I'm very much interested into learning more. Cool. Well, thanks Savita so much. Uh, it was very enlightening. And thank you everybody for logging in. And some people apparently logged in at one in the morning. Uh, on their Sunday night. So uh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, so just a couple more things. Uh, our next meetup in two weeks and we will be hosting Brian, Brian Miles and he will be talking about adaptive leadership. So if you're interested in the topic or you're interested in the meetup, so sign up for our meetup either on meetup.com or go to Tandem Coaching Academy and all the meetups are listed there. It doesn't really matter where you sign up. Uh, we're all, always happy to see you. And just wanted to close it out with what I started. Uh, thank you, Savita, for uh, this uh, introduction of a tool that coaches can use. Uh, if you want to learn more about professional coaching and specifically how professional coaching skills can help agile coaches in their daily life, uh, feel free to go to Tandem Coaching Academy and look at our uh, ACSTH program and the next cohort starts on October 6th. All right, with that, I will close today's session. Thank you so much. And I will see you in a couple of weeks in the next meetup. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.